Hello, my fellow minor league nerds, and welcome to the first episode of the Minor League Baseball Franchise History. In this series, I will talk about the entire history of a particular franchise. In this first episode, I will be talking about the team that is currently known as the El Paso Chihuahuas. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some baseball history. So how did the Chihuahuas get to El Paso? They actually began as the Los Angeles Angels of the Pacific Coast League in 1903, Another team actually used that name before them. That team played in an old incarnation of the California League in 1892 and 1893. In 1892, they were actually called the Los Angeles Seraphs, a seraph being a member of the highest order of angels. In 1893, that team would change its name to the Angels, but was still commonly called the Seraphs. That version of the California League would disband after that season. During that 1893 season, the Angels played at Athletic Park. It was on that field on July 2nd where they played the first ever night game against the Stockton River Pirates. MLB wouldn't see its first night game until 1935. The game started at 9 p.m. with electric lights used to slightly illuminate the dirt field. Assorted musicians played throughout the night. During the game, the umpire actually held the leash of a bulldog while calling the game. Some batters actually used broomsticks or umbrellas as bats, and one player actually ran from third to home after getting a hit. At one point, the game was interrupted when the Bulldog caught the ball and it took several minutes to retrieve it. When it was all over, the Angels won the game 5-2. The evening then concluded with a potato sack race. The California League reappeared again from 1899 to 1902. Los Angeles once again fielded a team using the name the Angels in 1901 and in 1902. On December 29, 1902, officials met in San Francisco for the purpose of expanding the league beyond the state of California. Six franchises were granted. They included the Los Angeles Angels, the Oakland Oaks, the Portland Browns, the Sacramento Senators, the San Francisco Seals, and the Seattle Sawashes. The league was renamed the Pacific Coast League. A dispute rose with the Pacific Northwest League due to the fact that the PCL added teams in its territory. This and the fact that the PCL allowed blacklisted players to compete led to the National Association of Professional Baseball Leagues, the NAPBL, to label the PCL as an outlaw league. In 1904, peace was achieved between the two clearing the outlaw status and allowing the league to be designated as a Class A league. The Angels were founded by James Furlong Morley. They began playing at Shoots Park, which was also an amusement park. During that first season of 1903, the Angels, or the Lulus as they were called through the 1905 season, ran away with the league, finishing 133-78, and 27 and a half games ahead of the second place Sacramento Senators. They also won the league pennant in 1905, 1907, and 1908. The first no-hitter in Pacific Coast League history was thrown by Doc Newton of the Angels in that 1903 season against Oakland at Chutes Park. In fact, Angels pitching would throw 10 no-hitters during their time in Los Angeles. During the 1910-1911 offseason, the old ballpark 
and some of the rides were demolished, and a new one was built in the same area. The new stadium was called Washington Park. The Angels would play there into the 1925 season. They would actually win the 1916 and 1921 PCL titles while playing there. In 1921, William Wrigley Jr., owner of the Chicago Cubs, would purchase the team from John F. Powers, a Los Angeles socialite. Wrigley attempted to get the city of Los Angeles to make improvements to Washington Park, but when they wouldn't, he decided to build his own 21,000-seat stadium in what is now known as South Central Los Angeles, and aptly named it Wrigley Field, which opened on September 29, 1925. Cubs Park in Chicago would not be renamed Wrigley Field until November 1926. The team won its eighth title in 1926 while playing at Wrigley Field. Starting in 1932, the Angels would be affiliated with the Chicago Cubs. They would win their ninth title in 1933, following up with number 10 in 1934. That 1934 team was so dominant, it is considered one of the greatest teams in baseball history. They finished 137-50 and with a 7-3-3 winning percentage and 35 and a half games ahead of the second place Mission Reds. At the end of the season, the PCL decided to arrange what was billed as the Little World Series between the Angels and All-Stars from the rest of the league who were selected by a fan vote. The Angels won the series four games to two. They would win two more league titles in 1947 and 1956, ending with the second most championships in PCL history after the San Francisco Seals 14. Before the start of the 1957 season, Philip Wrigley, who inherited the team from his father, sold the Angels, as well as the Fort Worth Cats of the Texas League, to Walter O'Malley, owner of the Brooklyn Dodgers, for then astronomical $3 million. Today, almost $29 million. The team would end its affiliation with the Cubs and would then become a Dodgers affiliate. O'Malley assured the PCL that he would continue to operate the Angels just as the Wrigleys had. He kept that promise for one season. By owning the Angels, this gave him the exclusive Major League rights to the city of Los Angeles, which he used to bring the Brooklyn Dodgers to L.A. in 1958. When the Dodgers came to town, the Angels were moved to Spokane, Washington, where they became the Spokane Indians, remaining affiliated with the Dodgers. The city of Spokane had lost their previous Indians team that played in the Northwest League after it folded following the 1956 season. For the next 14 seasons, the team would play in newly constructed Fairgrounds Ballpark, today known as Avista Stadium. While in Spokane, they would win two more Pacific Coast League championships in 1960 and 1970 and finish as runners-up in 1963, 1967, and 1968. Spokane pitchers would throw five no-hitters during that same time period. The 1960 team included future Major League player and manager Frank Howard, Willie Davis, who played 20 big league seasons in the U.S. and Japan, as well as Ron Fairley, who played 21 seasons himself. Tommy Lasorda would manage the Indians for the last three seasons in Spokane. His 1970 team won 94 of 146 games and took the Northern Division by 26 games and then swept the Hawaiian Islanders in four. 
That team included several future major leaguers such as Bill Buckner, Steve Garvey, Bobby Valentine, who was the PCL MVP that season, Tom Pichorek, Davey Lopes, Bill Russell, Charlie Huff, and Doyle Alexander. After the 1971 season, the team would move south to Albuquerque, New Mexico, where they would become the Albuquerque Dukes. Besides Tyma Lasorda, other big names who managed the team in Spokane include Preston Gomez from 1960 to 1962. He would actually lead them to their 1960 title and would later manage in San Diego, Houston, and the north side of Chicago. Danny Ozark would manage the team in 1963 and 1964. He would later manage in Philadelphia and San Francisco. Hall of Famer Duke Schneider managed the team for part of the 1965 season, and Roy Hartsfield would manage the team from 66 to 69. He would later go on to be the first manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, retaining the job through the 1979 season. While in Albuquerque, Duke's pitching would throw six more no-hitters. When the Indians moved to Albuquerque, they displaced the Texas League Albuquerque Dodgers, who had played as the Dukes from their founding in 1962 until 1964. That team would relocate to El Paso to become the El Paso Dodgers. The Dukes moved into Albuquerque Sports Stadium, where they would play for the next 28 seasons. Tommy Lasorda would serve as the team's manager during that first 1972 season and lead them to a 92-58 and 58 record and another PCL championship. Charlie Huff, Davey Lopes, and Tom Pachorek, who were on that 1970 PCL champion Spokane Indians, were also on that first Dukes team and were joined by Ron Say, Larry Hazel, and Von Joshua. In 1973, Tyma Lasorda would be promoted to a coaching position with the parent club. In 1978, the team now led by Del Crandall would be declared co-champions with the Tacoma Yankees as three runouts in a row caused the championship series to be canceled. Crandall would lead the team to three consecutive championships in 1980, 1981, and 1982. That 1981 team, which included Mike Marshall and Candy Maldonado, was especially dominant. They won both halves of the South Division, finishing with an overall record of 94-38 and and swept the Tacoma Rainiers for the title. Their 7-12 winning percentage was the second best in the PCL history at the time. In 2001, the team was recognized as the 11th best minor league team of all time and the only one in the top 20 to play after 1943. They would win three more championships in 1987, 1990, and 1994. By the late 90s, the Dukes were not happy with Albuquerque Sports Stadium. At the time, it was the oldest facility in the PCL and needed many repairs. In 2000, the absentee owners sold the franchise to a group called Portland Family Entertainment, who moved the franchise to Portland, Oregon, where they became the fourth incarnation of the Portland Beavers. Many baseball greats played for the Dukes during those 28 seasons. Some include Mike Piazza, Pedro Martinez, Raul Mondesi, Paul Canerco, Oral Hirschheiser, Chan Ho Park, 
Eric Karros, Mike Sosha, who had also managed the team in 1999, Dave Stewart, Rick Sutcliffe, Eric Gagne, Todd Hollinsworth, and Paul Loduca. Along with the move to Portland, an affiliation swap took place with the San Diego Padres. The Padres became the new parent club of the Beavers, while the Dodgers took over the Padres' PCL team in Las Vegas, changing them from the Stars to the 51s. Today, that team is known as the Las Vegas Aviators. When the Beavers came to Portland, they displaced the short-season Northwest League team, the Portland Rockies, who were also purchased by Portland Family Entertainment. They would move to Pasco, Washington to become the Tri-City Dust Devils starting in 2001. As part of the agreement to move the Dukes to Portland, Civic Stadium underwent a massive $38.5 million renovation and was renamed PGE Park as part of a 10-year naming rights deal with Portland General Electric. Their 10-year existence in Portland was not successful for the Beavers. They only managed two winning seasons and one playoff appearance, but their pitching did throw two no-hitters. Their time in the Rose City was marred by financial difficulties. The cost of renovating PGE Park, plus the purchase of three professional franchises, PFE also launched a second division soccer team in the A-League called the Portland Timbers. All of this proved to be too much. In their first season, they needed additional capital to keep the Beavers going. In their first two years of running the three teams, they lost over $10 million. In the years that followed, several people stepped in to try and right the ship but none were successful. In 2004, the PCL stepped in and took over the team. The Sacramento Rivercats management team were appointed as conservatorship to run the team until 2005. Eventually, the team found new owners for both the Beavers and the Timbers. Two years later, they were sold to Merritt Paulson, who was committed to the Beavers and had the finances necessary to keep the team running but developments outside of his control doomed the team's existence in Portland. In 2009, Portland was awarded an expansion Major League Soccer franchise to begin play in 2011. As part of the agreement, PGE Park needed to be renovated again, meaning a new stadium would be needed for the Beavers. The City Council voted to separate the soccer and baseball projects to allow for the renovations of PGE Park to proceed. Many sites in and around Portland were looked at for the new stadium, but no deal could be reached. In July 2010, Paulson announced that he was putting the team up for sale. Padres owner Jeff Morad formed a group to buy the team and talked about moving them to the Lake Elsinore Diamond, home of the California League Lake Elsinore Storm in Lake Elsinore, California, until a new stadium could be built in Escondido, California. Instead, The team was relocated to Tucson, Arizona, and renamed the Tucson Padres in time for the 2011 season. Again, this was to be a temporary fix until the new stadium would open in Escondido in April 2013. Until then, they would play their home games at Kino Veterans Memorial Stadium. In May 2011, after state funding fell through, the Escondido ballpark plans were placed on hold indefinitely. Later that year, the California Supreme Court decided to uphold the decision by the state to abolish its redevelopment agencies. This decision led the mayor of Escondido to declare that the city would not be able to build the proposed stadium. 
This led to Jeff Morad to announce that he would be selling the team if a location in San Diego could not be found. None were found by the end of 2011, and the team was put up for sale. Several interested buyers popped up, but none who wanted to keep them in Tucson. The team, though, would remain in Tucson for the 2012 and 2013 seasons. It was announced on September 26, 2012, that Mountain Star Sports would be purchasing the team and relocating them to El Paso, Texas. As part of the agreement for the sale, a new ballpark would have to be constructed. After a name the team contest was held, it was announced on October 22, 2013, that the team would be renamed the El Paso Chihuahuas, beating out the Aardvarks, the Buckaroos, the Desert Gators, and the Sundogs. They would remain affiliated with the San Diego Padres. Due to delays with the construction of their new stadium, to be named Southwest University Park, the Chihuahuas were forced to play their first 24 games of the 2014 season on the road, including a four-game series in Tucson. Their home opener eventually took place on April 28th, which they lost 2-1 to the Fresno Grizzlies. On-field success came quickly for the Chihuahuas. In 2016, their third season, they defeated the Oklahoma City Dodgers three games to one to win their first PCL championship. A few days later, they would fall to the International League champions, the Scranton-Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, three to one in the AAA National Championship game. So far, they've made the postseason in five of their first eight seasons. They've also had one no-hitter thrown by Luke Westfall in 2021. In the 120-year existence of the franchise, over the six cities in which they have played, they have won a total of 23 Pacific Coast League championships, 12 in Los Angeles, two in Spokane, eight in Albuquerque, and one in El Paso, and their pitching has thrown a total of 24 no-hitters. Well, that's it for this first installment of the minor league franchise history. I hope you enjoyed it and maybe learned a new thing or two. Thank you for watching. Be sure to subscribe if you would like to receive notification when future videos are uploaded. Stay safe, and I will see you next time.